0: I think the theme song's still kicking, or is it, uh, is it, is it, is it time for a new one? I'm gonna get it right. I
1: like it. Let's keep it going for a little bit. Maybe when we switch over nah, to you told three me at to some do some it, so I'm gonna do it. Uh, we'll shake it up.
0: They be like, slow up, homie. You're talking too fast. I got a couple of the quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley backs. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. I'm Brad, that's Chris, we do this show called G-Splash, where we talk pop culture, comic books, movies, popcorn, cereal, anything we can get our little grubby hands on, uh, action figures, costumes, magic tricks that we don't ever talk about.
1: <laughs> we'll get there one day, we're just, we're just sitting um, that one. Well,
0: wait, we're just at the mouth. will wait, we're just foaming at the mouth, we're going to do that show one day, when, we don't know when, but it'll, when, it'll we, be.
1: When the magic comes back.
0: Yeah, when the magic
1: strikes. Welcome to uh, stri- yeah. welcome to G Splash. Welcome to our yeah, little show is- here. Appreciate you listening, and uh, we're gonna talk about some crazy fun fucking stuff today. So yeah, yeah. Up. This is
0: this is episode twenty five. Um, couple of quick announcements before we get into it. We got some upcoming shows, which are really cool. Actually, I think we we did some really great ones this week. Uh, we're talking on buzz of the week. We're talking about Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg.
1: Mr. Zuckerberg to goes to Washington.
0: Going to Washington, yeah. Uh, Which is a very interesting thing to keep up on. Don't know if yeah. it really went anywhere, but it's there.
1: Hey, you know, we talk, We don't get too heavy into the politics. We mostly just talk about the uh, the encounter and how weird it was and why we do these testimony things in front of yeah. House and Congress and all that political shit. So it's definitely worth listening to. Plus, it's like 21 minutes long, so it's like a quick little zing to give you a buzz. Our other episode we
0: call Splash Trash and Meh, our movie guide. We're talking A Quiet Place. We're talking Blockers. We got those reviews in there. Uh, and then we talk about Rampage and more. Some so some coming up.
1: in there for what we think, what you should be seeing yep. this weekend. So be sure to look for that. that dro- <laughs> what did that one drop? That drop's Friday? Smash Trash and is uh, a Friday drop, right?
0: Yeah, I'm going to try and, I'm a, if I can, I'm going to try and drop them both on Friday.
1: You little devil.
0: Maybe that's too much. I don't know. We'll try it out this week. Uh, coming up on the G Splash calendar next week we're talking The Simpsons. Yeah, that'll be a fun show. Uh, obviously I'm a huge Simpsons fan. Yeah, Chris you're is a very big. That Chris one. is gonna have to ring it in, and I'm gonna have to bottle myself up and not talk about everything.
1: I'm like season three to nine, and there's like thirty seasons. So,
0: and they're they're still good, except for anyway. We'll get into that later. Uh, after that we're talking Harry Potter. We got a hogwarts special on oh, oh, oh. april 26th that's all i do on and the then show. may 3rd is probably going to be our biggest show or possibly our longest show maybe would you cool. say that chris we'll see it's avengers affinity war we've been talking about it for seems like forever that'll be the the episode to definitely check out and then after that is our 30th episode oh so we gotta,
1: snap 30th anniversary
0: may 17th we'll do our 30th anniversary or 30th episode rather
1: you know what I like? I like how it will technically be our 30th episode of our season two. So we've yep. done more than 30, but no one will ever see season one. It's like the lost records. Like, oh, then years later when there's like one guy who's like, my granddaddy told me of a lost set of podcasts.
0: We'll hit a point. We'll peak in like a hardcore ha- uh, hardcore fan base, those 20 people who have been checking it out every week, and they'll be like, finally the lost tapes come out, and it's like we're, us talking about Spider-Man
1: Homecoming. Yeah. Thank you to those people that are hardcore listeners. You know, I have a a stranger that I know uh, named Joe. Uh, He loves the show. We're not strangers. We're very close friends. But he listens every week. And so I want to say thanks for that, buddy.
0: Yeah, definitely shout out to all of our fans. And I'm just going to drop this in there. I know it's annoying. But if you have a couple of seconds of your day, please drop us a review on iTunes because it goes a long way. It really does push us up the ladder.
1: That wasn't an annoying. Um, that was great. I love that. If you had said just a little thing, I know it's annoying. You got to send us a check for five thousand dollars. You're gonna find three people. They're gonna give you five thousand dollars. Then we're in a different bucket. But just a review. That's easy. All I gotta do is type in, "I like it."
0: Boom. Just say these guys are knuckleheads and the show was great. Five stars. Couple Boom, of knuckleheads. Couple of heads Are you ready to get into this episode?
1: Heck yeah. <laughs> This was
0: a very disappointing news thing, and I like starting the show off with bad news first. That's why I did it. Hit me. But the Simpsons dropped the ball Oof. on their response to the whole stereotype of a poo, and there was that documentary that came out. I still haven't seen it. Have
1: I you haven't seen either. It? I know, but I know, I know it's a thing.
0: But man, they really dropped the ball. They kind of just like glazed over it. Like, what do you mean?
1: Like, they came out and said, basically there's been an uproar about like how stereotypical Apu is. The,
0: the documentary came out. It's called like.
1: The problem is, with Apu is what it's called.
0: Yeah. And it basically addresses the stereotype. And even TMZ even asked, um, what's his name about that does the voice? Hank Azaria. Who's a great, Apu is an a beloved character, but yes, he's probably misrepresenting an entire race, which is very bad. Get it. I get it. Um, right. They fell short because they, one, they had Lisa kind of glaze over of like, it was like a really bland uh, apology. Right. And it was like, kind of like, sorry, we did it. But.
1: And that was in the oh, episode, well. right? There was an episode of The Simpsons. That, it was like, in the episode, yeah. Marge reads Lisa a book that she loved when she was a kid, but then she like figures out, or as she's reading it, she's like, oh, this is full of racist stereotypes. And like, it ends up being this whole thing, but it's not really like a direct like call out or change. It's more just. Oh yeah, there's that thing, remember?
0: Yeah, so like Lisa says something, I don't know the exact quote, and for some reason she has a picture of a poo uh, on her dresser next to her bed. I think the thing that's disappointing is, one, we knew this was coming. Like this has been talked about for a while since the documentary came out, like how are the Simpsons going to respond? This is a thing, yeah. I think the biggest kick in the head was like they had their smartest character who's politically correct on every level for the most part. Lisa's real, yeah. As far as every other character is a degenerate on the show, except for Lisa. And they have her kind of just like, she was kind of like, oops, like, sorry. Like, it was funny, though. Right. Kind of a thing. So that was disappointing. People are lighting up the, the internet with it. Now's not the time for that to happen to for The Simpsons, because, again, Chris's perfect example is like, everyone's kind of like, Simpsons suck now.
1: Yeah. So it's like, no, so, kick, kicking it while it's down, but also like calling out some shit that nobody called out 10 years ago. Mm-hmm drop the ball pick up the damn ball maybe get some good riders yeah
0: maybe they should call up uh donald glover maybe that'd, that'd be th- dope i would be down with donald glover riding the simpson
1: heck yeah they're, they're gonna keep protecting that thing and just riding it out
0: yeah uh switching gears though for speaking, riding still, yeah, speaking <laughs> of riding it out speaking of riding it out that's a great segue chris i like it i like where your heads is Daniel Craig, again, was like, "I fuck, I guess I'll be Bond again. He's going
1: to be, like, I feel like (sighs) he's exhausted. He's like, I can't do this.
0: Then this news came out. This was kind of like disappointing almost. You're like, oh, well, okay. Like, you're not mad about it, but this is supposed to be like the 25th Bond film. It will be,
1: yeah. Here we go. Number 25.
0: Then it's supposed to come out next year uh, in November, but it's official. James Bond is going to be played by Daniel Craig once again. This will be definitely his last one. He said award. that he wasn't going to play it and then like Idris Elba was going to was like rumored. Ugh, was, was they were awesome. rumored about replacing Daniel Craig.
1: They also had that rumor of like uh, a female James Bond.
0: Right. But I feel I feel like he said Daniel Craig was like I'm not going to do it. And but then, then
1: he's like okay, which makes me feel like I hope I mean he's a great actor so hopefully he doesn't phone it in or anything, but that always makes me feel like maybe it's not awesome if he's like okay
0: i'll do it yeah i'm sure i'm curious how this whole thing played out actually actually i really liked him in um
1: uh logan lucky lucky yes he was he gr- killed it in that man phenomenal he, showed, he man. showed that he's a great actor he's not just james freaking bond
0: yeah i love it when actors do that Channing yeah. tatum who's also in that movie is a great example of that because i hated that guy for a long time until i saw him in 21 jump street oh yeah I thought it was funny
1: turned it around turned it right around right around baby
0: <laughs> right what is this, a Ready Player One reference? Come on, man. I'm
1: excited. Man. I love James Bond movies. I like these ones. I know that some of them had their faults, like, you know, Spectre wasn't the best, and people sometimes get confused about Quantum of Solace, but I've been in, and Skyfall was amazing, and so was Casino Royale, so I'm ready, I'm willing, let's get some James Bond.
0: He's a great, great Bond. I hope he doesn't phone phone it in like uh, Ben Affleck did with Batman. I'm sure he'll get it. Have you been following this Stan Lee shit?
1: Yeah, this freaking nightmare we talked about it story. A, we did
0: a buzz buzz of the week a long time ago, but yes, this still. There's actually a timeline I read today, and I was blown away about it. Anyway, Stanley continues to have a lot of these elderly abuse issues, uh, so much so that Kevin Smith has invited him to live, to move in and live with Kevin Smith and his family.
1: Dude, come live here. You'll be safe. We'll make sure you're well taken care of. I think it's a great. Offer Stanley should take it because he's getting freaking run. Since his wife died, he's just getting absolutely beat around by people. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah,
0: I, think, I mean, I think if any, uh, yeah, if there's anybody to move in with, probably Kevin Smith.
1: And I know, I know. we we talked about this when we did this a while back, but I still hold true to this. I'm sure I could read a thousand articles and people could listen and comment, but I hold that even though he's super rich or whatever, like he's an old ailing man, Marvel should freaking, it'll be the biggest PR thing for them, but also a good thing to do if they just hired... Top level care made sure he had people that were watching over him all the time. Like, if they took a personal interest, be like, We're not gonna let this happen, we're gonna take, we're gonna protect the person that founded this company, even though he's a rich billionaire. Who gives a shit? You guys right. are a billion dollar company, just freaking say, or a millionaire, they're the billion dollar company, just say, Hey, we're gonna give everything this, that he needs to make sure he's safe, well taken care of for the rest of his life. What's, what's don't be dumb that's a, that's a great move you shouldn't have people like kevin smith having to be like oh if you don't want to get the shit kicked out of you and all your money taken maybe you should come live with me 100%
0: dumb. i mean yeah I, we we talked about that a while back and um, they they really should and probably easier said than done maybe i don't know i don't i really don't know what this is especially with so much money involved i guess there's right. just layers and levels and lawyers and uh, as long as you're not getting a handy in the shower when you don't want one uh, i don't know what to do speaking of disney and not knowing what to do and, there's a new, and something that's handy. Uh, there's a new Han Solo trailer.
1: Uh, there is. Out. Yeah, definitely been blown up.
0: For some reason, after this dropped, a bajillion... It was like a short, nothing really new changed. Except you saw Donald Glover, Mad Suave. <laughs> but I saw so much shit pop up after that about like... Here's 90 things you missed in the two-minute trailer. And it's like... So much of that came out, it was like blown away. Like I You saw the trailer though,
1: right? Oh oh yeah, like three times.
0: It didn't really tell us anything new.
1: But no, you just get to see them actually acting and being, you know, people. Or actually right. being characters and stuff. My, the biggest thing for me, I mean, I definitely saw every article. Like, can you believe you missed these hundred and forty-two things? Uh, but for me, uh the thing was the response to the hate, man, people are like already ready to just destroy this movie because like for the a lot of reasons movie? but no, this no solo no, I don't think it's because, because of, of that. the hate the, the one thing I've seen above all else is how it's like oh great this is the perfect example or this really gets to showcase how even in a trailer for two minutes the guy that plays Han Solo is going to be a wooden like nightmare like just not going to be able to pull it off
0: I don't know there's so much hate from the last film that I thought was amazing what's that? I said there's so much hate Still from the last There's
1: movie, so which I, loved. I thought was
0: amazing. I, I don't know if this one's going to be great. They definitely threw it in the middle of the year instead of December like they normally do.
1: I mean, it's a solid looking trailer, if nothing else. Like, it looks good. It looks like it's going to have everything it needs to be awesome. But Rogue One also was a little bit, you know, people were worried about it. So who knows? but Rogue One was still a good movie. Rogue One was a great movie. I just mean in the beginning when it was coming out people were like, "Oh, this is weird and they're doing reshoots and how oh, is it going to be able to hold up to the Star Wars movies being an I anthology?" Mean, so who knows.
0: This one does have a lot of drama behind it in the, in, in the behind the scenes, but it, this movie hasn't been set up for success. It's been failing all along. So
1: Yeah, it's like the whole time it's just The been fact like, that, that gonna we're going to get problem. a <laughs> The
0: fact that this movie's even going to come out, I think is a fucking sale, saving grace. But
1: Yeah. Well, well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I still tell you, I'll be there, ready to we'll rock and roll, ready to see it happen. I'm. We'll I'm, tell you I'm all excited. about
0: it. We'll tell you if it's a splash, trash, or meh. Speaking of more movie news, Netflix is boycotting. I shouldn't say they didn't technically say they're boycotting, but the Cannes Film Festival. What? Cannes? Cannes? Cannes?
1: Cannes Film Festival.
0: Can. I think it's cons. pronounced Cannes.
1: I think it's can. It's
0: Cannes. 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 Whatever. The, Cannes film the major festival. film festival. Yeah, because of the whole. Um, they put a rule in play. You can't compete if your film's not distributed in theaters. And
1: right, right, right. They're trying to freaking force them out. Those dickholes.
0: So Netflix is basically like, we're not going to disrespect our filmmakers like that. So yeah. Good, we're good not for even,
1: them.
0: We're not coming this year. We've, we've talked about this before. There are good movies on Netflix that come directly to Netflix. And a weird example of late is like Annihilation hit theaters in, in the USA, but everywhere else went straight to Netflix.
1: Right. Yeah, I remember that. We talked about that because it was like a weird way to do it, but that movie has been pretty successful, right?
0: I think it's it's been a success. I don't know if it's like it's obviously not going to win crazy awards or anything, but it made money. It did what it was supposed to do. It was a decent movie.
1: It made that money, money, money.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know what you do here. I've said this before, like Amazon puts movies in the theater. I don't know why Netflix doesn't.
1: Um yeah, I don't it really is a very interesting are,
0: Like our subscribers going to be mad. Like I don't think I would like Oh, it's a Netflix movie in the theater. Like it's not coming to Netflix. Like you get movies on Netflix that
1: have been out for 10 years. So that's true. I don't think it's going to have that big of a Netflix. but I mean, the, the, this whole thing is the fact that Netflix is as many as they, as much garbage they make in Hulu and, and Amazon, you know, they're going to start making good stuff. Like they've, there's been a few movies that have come out that are worthy of awards. And that's just a weird way to keep them out of the running.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. But I think what, I think Netflix is fucking up because, Oh, a great example would be like with the, um, Cloverfield stuff, like sure. we both set like you came off a high of Part Two, which was phenomenal, and this next right. one, though it though it sucked, but it didn't help that it would, it went straight to Netflix. Going straight to Netflix is like going straight to video, I think, uh, across the consumer yeah, level. That's true. There's really yeah, no I guess different.
1: That's the new age going straight to video, straight to DVD.
0: You just go straight to streaming.
1: Yeah. Now it's straight I to mean, stream. You could,
0: maybe you do both. Like maybe you throw it in theaters and in. And on Netflix, like you might, I mean, you might as well. Like, I don't know. DirecTV does that sometimes with movies where a movie will come out and it'll be in theaters, but you can also rent it or down or stream it, whatever, through DirecTV. Right. Same
1: still in the theaters or whatever. Just really. Yeah. You see how they used it on DirecTV all the time. Like this one's still in theaters, but you can buy it now for $9.
0: Right. So I don't know how Netflix could ever be taken seriously. I know it's something stupid as far as distribution movie theaters, but like, I don't know how it's expected to be taken seriously. Because Amazon's won an Oscar. Netflix right. hasn't. And I think that's part of the fact that because they don't put their films in movie theaters. Idiots. Dude, we'll have to do some more digging and figure out what the drillie is. Uh, we're talking video games from here on out, folks. But first, my favorite game of all time, Grand Theft Auto series, Grand Theft Auto 6.
1: What's your favorite of all time? I didn't know that.
0: When I Grand Theft Auto 5 came out, I played nonstop for two weeks. I was late to P.F. Chang's every day.
1: You, that's so classic.
0: Grand Theft Auto Six. We don't know a whole lot yet. Um, I guess Rockstar is still trying to push out Red Dead Redemption Two, Nine or Two or whatever. Great game. Um, this is what we know so far. It's supposed to go back to Vice City. Possible VR. Okay. Which would be crazy. They there's talk about it being first person though. Uh. Which I don't know if I like. I like. I
1: think that maybe you'll be able to bounce in and out. Would be cool because the cause third, maybe you,
0: can, you could choose. Use. Used to be able to. Cho- you can choose in all the other ones.
1: Uh, not that I know of.
0: Yeah, you can. You can come you you can change it.
1: There's a first person view. I didn't know that I thought only when you were driving you could do that. I didn't know you could do it when you're walking around shooting people.
0: I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was maybe it's just in Grand Theft Auto Three or Four,
1: but Well, uh that's interesting.
0: Uh, th- this game when it drops usually turns me into a full time gamer. <laughs> uh but they're also saying this is uh might be a female lead, which would be kind of cool.
1: That'd be great. Just picking up male hookers. She could be lesbian. We don't know. Oh, what if you get that option? You, I mean, in the other games, you can always pick up hookers. There's probably a
0: whole. See, you just opened a whole another avenue see? of gaming. Good
1: <laughs> female lead. Make the change. Put us into a different or person's. Could, or than, you could be the female pimp. Oh, pimp! You, you could be
0: a female pimp. P i m p. These games
1: get better and better. I mean, Five was so big and it was so surprising. You could spend, you could spend a hundred hours just golfing and shopping. Like, the the games get bigger and bigger every time. So if they're gonna put you in Vice again, and like you said, there's a VR element to it. Like. This game's going to take over.
0: Speaking of which, Walking Dead got a
1: lot better. Who cares? uh,
0: No, it actually got... It's finally up to par. Well, when it gets back up to
1: par consistently, we'll talk about it.
0: All right. Uh, No, the last two episodes have been all right. Anyway, uh, still stalking... Still stalking. Still talking where the game originated from. There's going to be a PlayStation... They're talking PlayStation 5 in 2020.
1: Well, I mean, all the stuff that I've heard, too. I mean, yeah, 2020, but at the same time, the guy that, like... The PlayStation people were like, yeah, it's definitely coming, but it's not going to be soon.
0: Here's what bothers me. When the PlayStation 4 was coming out, they were like, it's going to be a platform that you can use for 10
1: years. Yeah.
0: It hasn't <laughs> been 10 years. And Since PlayStation about- 4
1: came out? Yes. Are we sure it hasn't been almost that?
0: It came out when I was living in Idaho. That's all I know.
1: Let's see what the original release date for it was. I want to say, I know it has not been 10 years, but I mean, okay, it hasn't even been close. It's been five years.
0: It's been five years.
1: I think with the this whole thing is basically by saying even twenty twenty or saying not for a while. What all these games are tr- or these console makers are trying to avoid is building a big one of their marquee giant consoles, releasing it as gaming as we know it. Right now, we're in the middle of an evolution period where it's changing. So they'd hate to release something that doesn't have capabilities that in three years, in two years, they release a system that doesn't have the capabilities everybody wants in three years, like a fully automated you know, VR system that's in it, or you can plug your brain directly into it. And they're like, well, you could buy our thing still. So they're all just waiting to see what's going to happen before they jump the gun.
0: Right. The idea that I originally read with the PlayStation four, when it came out, was that like they're leaving it open so that updates are available and sure. things are c- can be compatible to them. Why would you not? do it? Your idea is to keep
1: on. making money, not only from console sales, which spike in the beginning and at holidays, but to keep people buying things from your PlayStation Store, to keep updating so that they have the ability to play newer stuff and pay more money for. It. I mean, it's a business. It's not they're just trying to give these away for fun.
0: Oh yeah, but I think the t- the trend is with plat- video game platforms is like they're one they're hard to get the first year. Sure. Two, they're extremely expensive the first year.
1: Good lord, I can't imagine what the PlayStation and there's, will cost. By the th-
0: by, the third year is like the prime year. It's at a steady point. It's at a steady flow. You're not. It's easy to get. People are then consuming. Get, like then, game sales go up. So right. my my point is like, it doesn't seem like they're playing into that factor. It's not like a phone. No. I mean, otherwise they'd be putting out a new one every year.
1: Sure. Yeah, be like, okay, cool. Here's the PlayStation 12. That makes sense. I like that point. That that's true because they do they do give themselves just a make it, of in it,
0: but it's. I mean, it's no different than an operating system. Like yeah, people, this is this is the problem. Like, it's becoming too much. It's like we need these things like computers, phones, sure.
1: systems, TVs. They, it'll, it'll be an eight hundred dollars system for sure.
0: The the hardware is upgrading faster than people can consume. Like the Oasis. It is like the Oasis. Oh
1: my God.
0: That's a whole another whole another episode we can battle. Pretty player that. one. Uh Drake and Ninja played Fortnite again though.
1: I I heard about this. I'm playing. 5000 Drake
0: lost or Ninja won one or the other. Anyway, uh Drake kicked him 5 5 grand. Jesus. They had viewers. He's got plenty of money.
1: Viewers. That's of way down do. from last time, but still that's a shit ton of people. Well, people you know still what? they ta- guys they're... play video games. There's it's it's still such a big trend right now and celebrities and all this stuff. We talked about it in an episode two weeks ago or whatever, but I mean, it's crazy. There's so much money being thrown right now and watching videos. It's not and somebody I get a lot of questions like, Why do people so into it? Like, why do people like to go on Twitch and watch people play video games? And I just say because a lot of people nowadays it's not like I'm going to go to the I'm not I'm going to go on the couch and watch a baseball game or I'm going to go like these kids and these people that are into that culture like this is watching a tennis match or a football game for them like they're watching someone who's really good at something that's pretty hard. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, it can be really hard. They're watching someone who excels at it, who's fun or there's a category who watch people make fun of it or or be funny while they do it like when they play, you know, scary VR games. But when it comes to these guys that are making the big money, it's because Fortnite is a in some ways, it, it, I mean, it's a it's a sport, and if you want to even sit, not say that, all you have to say is, yeah, these people are really good at something difficult, and people like to watch people who are good at shit.
0: 100%. It's no different than watching LeBron James play basketball. Hell no. Hondo P. It's, it's just at a different scale. That's all it is. Like, is basketball a hard sport to play? No, not really but it's a hard sport to be extremely good at. It's got competition amongst other things. Same with baseball, it's all that. Same with golf. Like golf is a great example. Golf in in video games, I would say align better than probably any other sport because it's you versus yeah, everybody. Nobody else. What? Yeah, well, you said everybody. Yourself and, but yeah.
1: you, well, yourself and you are playing the field.
0: But most likely, yeah, you're playing it's a sport with no defense essentially. Right. Um yeah, man. I kind of like that we're talking video games right now. Yeah, Definitely. it's a
1: good transition into our most awesome episode yet. A little of air horn for that.
0: Uh, let's get into our main topic. Yeah.
1: Okay. We're talking
0: best video game year ever.
1: But what year was it?
0: 1998.
1: Oh, snap. So it's the 20th anniversary of what we consider the best gaming year ever.
0: Yes, and this is a known thing. I had to look this up myself because Chris told me, and I was like, oh, great, Chris. Chris is more of a gamer than I am. But I looked it up myself, and I was like, wow, this literally is the best gaming year according to gamers. Yep. Now, before we get into it, Chris, I'm going to read you some headlines from 1998 about technology that was going down. Oh, yes. Please do. There was a murder by the internet in 1998
1: okay okay a
0: pipe bomb went off and this kid died and that's a story uh okay there was one at this time people there were there were men selling uh acres of mars and smart this, this went to trial like people actually i don't know if people actually bought this but Three men from
1: Yemen proclaimed themselves Martian real estate tycoons. Then they started selling off pieces. Yep. NASA landed a rover there, and they actually sued NASA for invading Mars, but obviously it all fell through. Wow.
0: They still continue to sell. Uh, Two dollars per square meter of Mars. Who bought it? I don't know.
1: <laughs> somebody. Somebody owns some great property.
0: I mean, it seems like a great idea. Like to be like, hey. We're selling property on Jupiter. I know it's a gas state, but you won't have any gas bills.
1: I'm telling you. Whoa! Look at that.
0: Uh, the AOL hub went goodbye after. Bye bye. Whatever. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Um. Yeah. So 1990, I would say 1998 is kind of the year internet started booming. Yeah.
1: Things really started taking off for the whole world, for video games and for internet and for all of it. I love it. Yeah. This
0: is still early internet stuff, but this is like right around that time. Uh, let's, let's get right into it. <clears throat> uh, plat, let's talk platforms. Chris. Yeah. What were the hot platforms at this time?
1: Uh, the Nintendo 64 was crushing. Still crushing. The first PlayStation was rolling. I think the first PlayStation is one year out by that point, maybe. I can't be right. Is that right? 95? I don't know. 94, maybe? Doesn't matter. The point is PlayStation's still rolling, and so is the Sega Dreamcast at this point, which I played a lot of because my buddy had one.
0: I feel like. I definitely had a um 64. But I feel like once the Dreamcast came out, that was what everybody was getting into.
1: Well, Dreamcast was like it 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 was they had these certain games that I, I do vividly remember walking around being like Oh man, this Knights or whatever, the one with the rings and like the genie-looking chick flying through stuff. That's huge. Like they had arcade games like House of the Dead that you could play. The thing, uh, just uh, so we're clear. Uh, just so we're clear real quick. The PlayStation 1 came out in De- uh December of 1994, so it had been around oh, for a while, wow. but this it's big because you're starting to get a lot of uh you're starting to get like the games. And when we get into the game list, you're going to be like, "Damn, that was a year because it was on that platform."
0: Yeah. Uh one thing I remember about Dreamcast, their marketing advertising campaigns were phenomenal because what they did was they they threw everybody in a room together. I remember watching Gary Payton next to Ryu and Sonic the Hedgehog in a room as they right. introduced and Randy Moss was like a big like and what I think it's called NFL two K.
1: Probably as the first
0: one. Uh which obviously died out. Imagine took over. But um I remember Randy Moss was on the cover and so you had it was, it was, you saw this like cartoon world of all your favorite characters under one. Merging, yeah, yeah,
1: all together. It was like, that's just a good marketing play. And that's, in the years since then, you know, you've seen things like, you know, iconic characters that come out of, well, you already for 64 and before that, you know, you had Link, obviously. But you're getting things nowadays, they, do, they can do whole things where it's like Super Smash Brothers, all these characters, right. that's awesome, good for them. But on the PlayStation side, they had to take time to form all their own characters that they could bring. And these are PlayStation originals, just like. Xbox had to get you know Master Chief and these certain characters together so but with them it was like hey cool we're Sega we own all this shit from the 80s that we made so we're just gonna put it all together
0: exactly um Sega Saturn I guess was still around but I mean how many times can you play Echo the
1: Dolphin I mean not as many as you'd think
0: apparently Dreamcast uh did it, I think it was out but that was like the first one with an online feature correct which one was Dreamcast the system at the home system
1: God, I don't even remember if it did that's that's totally possible I, I don't I just remember playing the games that my buddy had and being like this is kind of cool but then I went home to my PlayStation I was like I love you so I, I I think it I don't know if I remember having a 64
0: I don't remember if I had a PlayStation at the same time but I feel like maybe I did according to six
1: Nintendo 64 came out in 1996 And Sega Dreamcast actually came out in 1998, uh, November 27th. So right after that Thanksgiving Black Friday rush. So uh, that whole, it's kind of peppered through the 90s. But yeah, I didn't, we never, we rent, we used to rent every now and then we would rent a Nintendo 64 from Blockbuster for like a weekend. I mean, my dad would play. I would do that. But we had a PS1 that we would play. But yeah, the platform, the platform systems were established. They were ones that we all recognize. I mean, Dreamcast is because it's forgotten and gone. But, I mean, everyone knows, everyone has memories playing a Nintendo 64 or an original PlayStation. As we go through these games, there might be some that are going to be like, oh, I never heard of that. But there's going to be a lot of these that you're like, yep, that is either something that is maybe the best game in a series, or it was the first of a series that would go on to be extremely successful. It's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. So, apparently, uh, Dreamcast was an internet-ready home console released in Japan and later uh, in 1999 in the U.S. So... In ninety eight we're still Dreamcast is still brand new, so probably chalk that one up. Crazy. Um this there's a long list of games. The one game that stands out uh for me mm. and I put this in the notes, but um man, this is the first it's actually the third installment of the series, but technically the first uh brand versus brand. But mm-hmm. Marvel versus Capcom. Yep. Before that, you had X Men versus Street Fighter, and then it was Marvel versus Street Fighter.
1: But this is full on Marvel this versus is Capcom. Marvel
0: versus Capcom. So you're talking and Mega this, this Man kicked
1: off the series. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mega Man, Captain America, Wolverine. Like had the best Marvel. I remember seeing this as an arcade game in the movie theater.
1: Well, the arts, the art on it was really cool. It wasn't like grainy. It was pretty. It's, it's a great, like, com- y kind of art style. And yep. I mean, there's the argument that a lot of like people make that. The second one, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, is the game. Like that's one of the arcade cabinets to own. That's the best of the series. Yep. But this is definitely the part where it brought them together to be. You know, this is Marvel vs. Capcom. This is this is a big deal.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I'm, this was a very popular game. And when did it come to uh actual console?
1: Uh, it was on. It was fifth gen, so it was PS One. It looks like 1999 so next because year, it, was in, it, was it was an in, arcade in yeah, I remember being
0: Yeah, I remember being in the arcades for a long time. Uh, another game that stands out for me, too, is Resident Evil 2.
1: I mean, yeah. I rented, that, it's the best I, Resident Evil game.
0: I rented this game, like, multiple times. I never bought this <laughs> game. I think I ended up keeping the game from Blockbuster. Like, but this, this is game was now, so scary. This game was so scary. Hell, yeah. And I remember... I would play this game with one of my friends uh Joe Macozi, rest in peace. Uh but we would go we would talk about this game a lot when we played it and uh man
1: I mean it's survival it basically you have you obviously have Resident Evil 1 which was kind of the start of these but Resident Evil 2 is very I mean, it's survival horror. It's when that's really started to kick off. And you introduce your main character, basically, you know, Raccoon City. There's a outbreak of a virus, so it's zombies. And you're trying to, you're a cop named Leon Kennedy. You're trying to survive and get through. And you have to go solve puzzles and find keys. And it can be kind of difficult to move. But at the same time, you fight off zombies. Like, it told a story. It was like the first one where you're really scared as you play. And, I mean, then, you know, years and years later, 2004 or whatever, they made Resident Evil 4 with the same character, Leon Kennedy, which is probably jockeys for Resident Evil 4 is amazing. Resident Evil 2 is like that one that everybody goes back to and they're like, yeah, that is the game. Like yeah. you can remember playing, what's this scary game where you move like a tank? Oh my God, that thing just came out of fucking nowhere. I
0: just remember the zombies would grab you by the leg and you'd be like,
1: oh fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we
0: would stay up late playing this game, but also the thing that I remember too, this, I feel like, and this may not be the first game to do it, but this might've been the first a uh, game where cutscenes were a, a heavy thing,
1: cuts that they started to play and They they've played in more and more every year with or every time a Resident Evil game comes out. But there yeah. are there's like something scary happens, something explodes, or there's like a weird sound. Like it plays with you. Even I I've played it in the past, probably five years. I played it and I was like, this is still gonna get me spooked.
0: Yeah. Um. The next game I'm seeing on this list that stands out to me, and these are. I'm looking at a, a release date list, but uh, 007 came out this year.
1: Uh, but not Goldeneye. Not Goldeneye. Okay. No, James Bond 007. Okay, then that
0: that that seems like it's a. According to what the the vibe I get from you it was like, man, that's it. Yeah, that came out.
1: It was like, like a Game Boy game. and like wasn't very good. You just okay. kind of like it's like a Metal Gear Solid type. Thing, but it wasn't like the best game ever one that like gets buzzed over there because there are some that you don't you know, some don't stand out but Final Fantasy Tactics came out that was kind of a different move based almost chess thing in the Final Fantasy world where you had like your knight and your wizard and you kind of moved them around a chessboard to try and battle that was good. Um, Xeno gears, that's a deep cut, but that's like a huge JRPG that they still make great games from. I mean that launched that whole franchise you get weird stuff like Gex into the Enter the Gecko. I remember actually having that game, playing it, where it's kind of like, "I'm Gex the Gecko. I wear sunglasses. Look at me. Um, <laughs> I'm Gex the Gecko. Look at me. i um, not great." Did a uh,
0: was this the first year for uh, this is the first like Tom Clancy joint, right? Rainbow Six uh,
1: for Rainbow Six comes out, which is like was i remember i have very vivid memories of my dad like i'd go to his office and like he'd maybe on a break maybe wasn't on a break who knows and he'd be playing this game and you like you know it was a first person shooter but you also had this option where you could you know you could tell your team you had your team you picked at the beginning for a mission you could tell them what to do so there's like this command sequence where you would send these non-playable characters to like take down the take down the terrorist you go up the stairs i'll go over here so it was a whole new way of looking at these kind of like you know these games where you're basically supposed to strategically beat it, but it's also first person shooter.
0: Yeah, this was definitely a, I would say, a good year of leaving uh, old platform games from like Nintendo into like a right. whole new realm. Because now, now we're in worlds. We have different angles. Laura yeah, Croft has
1: three dimensional type stuff. Crazy People looking boobies.
0: boobs. Yeah, I'm just I'm the when I'm looking down this list, I just think this was a good year of video games stepping into a new level.
1: Yes, it's innovation. It's these games that they have a new way that they can tell a story, it's new kind of graphics, even if it's still blocky. But it's just, this is like a bridge year, So you're, you, yes, you're going to get a lot of games and there's a lot they don't list in here. They list the ones that made an impact, but you also get a lot of games that did something important that whether they used innovation like Resident Evil 2 to give you a top-down perspective varying by room. And then your guy had to move around there or, you know, even on March 31st, one of my favorite games of all time, uh Starcraft came out and that was at 64 yep. port. But I mean, I played it on the PC, but I mean, that's a real-time strategy where you build, like, a base and a, and a land. You're over the top, and you build troops, and you send your guys to get resources, and you send the troops to go kill things. Like, not only was that a great—because there had been RPGs—or, uh, excuse me, there had been RTSs before that— but that one was like a new take on it. it. put you in space. It did it in a great way. There was a story. You liked the alien species. Like you got invested with it, not only because of the way they were letting you do it, but because there was something new and different about it. And, and that came out of the same at Blizzard where you get Warcraft. So the original ones before it was World of Warcraft where you did the same thing. But, you know, moving well, forward, I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Well, before uh, World of
0: Warcraft came came after because it, yeah, w- it was just it was just was called Warcraft.
1: A- it was after Warcraft three. So they did Warcraft three, which introduced like 3d type where you still built troops Mm. and everything, but they were kind of 3d. They weren't two dimensional. And then as soon as that one was over, it actually moved into basically just world of Warcraft. And that's what we do today.
0: I remember playing Warcraft two. And that was like, Oh yeah. Dark tides. Oh man. That was the game. And I remember my cousin put me onto that game and he would like, his friends would come over and they would all network to their, Compute like they'd have to bring over we're talking tower. They bring their tower over and network yeah, all their towers. Plug it in. And plug it all together, man. This was a whole setup, and I was like, Oh man, they really like they wouldn't let me play in the crew, and I get it. I was a young guy at the time. But man, like Warcraft two was the game. I loved that game. You had this is back in the time when, like you'd have to put the disc in and like run the PC. Like, oh yeah. This is an intense time. Blow it out every now and then. But I remember hearing about StarCraft and in development. And I was like, if I could play Warcraft but in space, it'd be so oh, dope. Hell yeah! To be honest, I've never played StarCraft, and life changing. I remember following, like, reading all the articles because I wanted to play StarCraft. But by the time it came out, because it was delayed so much, by the time it came out, like, I just wasn't playing Warcraft anymore, and it'd been years. So I don't even remember. But I remember I would. I would play that Warcraft. I would play Warcraft two for hours by myself and just like taking out orcs or oh yeah it's, knights it's fun. or whatever. So yeah, I played. A-
1: I just loop on those games, and that's what's great about a lot of these games too. Is that you know you're used to people. Now that's not to say that's always been like even when Pac Man was around, people just play Pac Man in circles. But you're starting to get more variety in what you can play. Like you brought the uh, the NFL two K, but a game that everybody knows, whether you played it at a McDonald's or like a Dillard's or Wherever it was for N64 was 1080 snowboarding. Like Uh, that that game, where that, like, I remember the cover of the game with the person like jumping, grabbing it, grabbing their board, and snows coming off. says 1080. So, and it was like a snowboard racing game, but it was everywhere. Everyone had that game.
0: Yeah. I didn't realize McDonald's did either, but uh, it's like in their
1: little, they gave you little play areas. They like install N64s. I think they still have them today, and they just never removed them.
0: Uh, that was a that definitely was a big game. Another big game that stands out to me. That took the country by storm. Dance, dance, revolution.
1: First, dance, dance, revolution came out.
0: Yeah, kaboom.
1: Yeah, that that's insane. I mean, that's that's in every arcade. People have like, there's still battles for that game.
0: It's still even referenced in Ready Player One.
1: When does that? When does uh? What, what date is that one? That one came out november 21st see the crazy part is on this list every game we've talked about except for that one and rainbow six we were only to march i mean we're not even to the hot game season before you get to like and there's a lot in there from that point for kind of the summer area there's a lot that is important that we could breeze over like even well we shouldn't breeze over this one banjo kazooie came out which is a great n64 game and yeah it was a little forgotten in some ways by some people but i mean damn that's a great game and f-zero came out there was a, a it's just crazy it sounds probably one of the most fun wwf games called Warzone, Warzone ever yeah. uh there's these all these little ones you get to like rainbow six and mega man legends Spyro which the dragon
0: one. was a good spy one.
1: then you get to the fall and then everything changes man you get spyro the dragon which is just obviously crash bandicoot with a dragon but everybody loved then three days later pokemon yellow drops in japan so now you've and then red then and blue that, came it. You have yeah you have Resident Evil a director's cut whatever but then you Red have and blue on September twenty eighth yeah Pokemon Red and Blue come to North America now, That's I remember like, that being huge. that changes Game Boy
0: yeah uh this was this was a little after my time but yeah I, I remember that being shipped huge...
1: those games dude
0: I remember my nephew was very into all that shit.
1: Like insane. Like I got I was like, oh what's this? And I, I remember just playing it being everywhere. That was the talk of my school. That was talking everything. I mean, I probably wouldn't be playing Pokemon Go still right now if it wasn't for those games. See
0: that and that's a perfect that's a great example because like that it's like it's we're we're close in age as already, but like there's that small gap that we do have mm-hmm. where like I didn't I didn't care when Pokemon Go came out, I was like, I don't fucking
1: care. I downloaded like, to see it. cool.
0: I was like, because I had my own idea for a video game, and I was gonna copy the whole thing, but that shit came and gone. So
1: yeah, off yeah, that. it's that's that that one. I mean, those are those are in so many ways. Those are culture changing because it brought the cards are already around, but that puts the video game side to it. Uh, so that's a big one there. Moving on, like in late September, Fallout Two comes out, which is still like a point and click your little guy around, still a similar style, but that's a great game. You get a little weird stuff in there. You get Abe's like Odd World, where you're a meat grinder, or whatever. But on October 21st, Metal you Gear get, Solid, uh, Metal Gear Solid, which is in my top 10 games of all time. I mean, that started a franchise that has like eight games now, and is There's fantastic.
0: A, there was even talks about a movie too.
1: Oh, I mean, it's oh, it's it's such a big thing. It makes a ton of money. It's it's well loved. That game was great. It was like a stealth game that also had some some weird elements to it and took in kind of the, did what resident evil two did, but did it better. Um It's that's a, I mean, that's a game you can play today and still love, you know, it's blocky as shit. Um, <laughs> all, the
0: these, 30, all, all these games are mad blocky for sure.
1: I mean, other than like some of the arcade, like the, like uh X-Men vs street fighter at Capcom, I mean, like that, yeah, that has those... a pretty 2d art style, but a lot of this shit, unless you get a remastered version is well, that, pretty that was the,
0: up. That was your option, right? Like you either yeah. like try to, be the next advanced like graphic game or you stick with the basics and But the, if you look back, the the games that uphold are the games that kind of if you stuck to the basics like Marvel vs. Capcom.
1: Sure, yeah. They or they did something unique like using an art style that's very comic based and dark lines, or right, right. using something that's a little bit maybe simpler. Or if it is blocky doing something cool or different or or, or playing off something awesome. Storytelling was big too. For instance, a game that gets is on a ton of best lists uh that I didn't know until maybe three years ago is Grim Fandango, where you're like a Grim Reaper, but you're a detective and you're trying to like solve a crime in the land of the dead. Like it's kind of like cartoony and over the top looks a little bit like Bone, that graphic novel series, like some of that animation. Mm-hmm. But that's like that's that's well loved. And then you keep going down, you get the best Crash Bandicoot game in my opinion, Crash Bandicoot Warped, which was the the second game. Is that the second game or the third game? Crash Bandicoot—it's the third game, but it's where you like get to pick different portals and go to different worlds. Right, right. You're just you crash. Ooh, Crash Bandicoot! I'm an idiot. Crash, so, that game
0: was—I don't know how that game got to where it was because it was nothing more than a Mario slash like Sonic game, but it, it was, was Mar- really,
1: Mario but running forward. It was like of sideways. It
0: was like Tomb Raider, but you were a fucking. What uh, is
1: It was. He? It was. It was. He's a. He's a Bandicoot, which is a, like a a, ba- a weird fucking cat. Bandicoot. Uh, but what, what that was for PlayStation, that was their Mario 64, Yeah, Mario 64 took, it was every sleepover I ever went to in that five year period and they needed something. And so the, and it took off luckily. So good for them. Um, so now there's going to be, there are some freaking, I'm going to be honest with you. There are some heavy hitters. We only have a month and a half left in this year, 1998, still sticking to it being the best. Uh, and yet we have, here comes in November 19th, half-life. So that launches I remember so much. Half-Life, your crowbar and little things, little face suckers and all kinds of stuff. And Gordon Freeman. Uh, and then you have Dance Dance Revolution on the 21st. Probably in many people's books, the best game of all time. I think it definitely jockeys to earn that. But on November 23rd, two days for my birthday, uh, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time comes out. So that again, a game that just wasn't this changed, coming on, changed wasn't, things.
0: Wasn't this coming in coming off a zelda game that was horrible for playstation Mm,
1: no no it's only ever been it's nintendo property no but
0: there was a game that there was a zelda game that was
1: zelda 2 is real bad because it's a side scroller and it's almost impossible to beat but there were some game boy games that were doing well about that same time like i think link to the past had come out and that's a great game but this one this one just set it up to be like the powerhouse that it is and Again, you can always do like, well, we wouldn't have this, or we wouldn't well I mean, but those Zelda games have still held up. Like people wait in lines every time one comes out and go freaking bananas. Uh also that year, so a uh, uh, expansion to StarCraft came out called Brood War, which is okay. December third, though, now we're getting towards Christmas. Star Wars Rogue Squadron comes out. That's a where you fly you pick a ship and you get to fly and complete missions. That's a great game. I actually have that on N64. Uh Baldur's Gate. A kind of a game that maybe if you're not like into games you wouldn't know, but it's it's huge. It kind of sets up Diablo type style before Diablo well Diablo's already Blizzard was probably working on it. And you have I mean that that starts to run out the year. And the last game on December 31st that came out in 1998 was called Akuji. And it was a game centers on a voodoo priest and warrior who had his heart ripped out at his wedding and now use voodoo magic to try and get out of the underworld. Forgetting that one, which maybe is a fantastic game. Look, comment and let us know. Uh, just going over that list, there are so many good ones. I mean, my favorite is Ocarina, but Metal Gear Solid. Did you say something about the Macarena? <laughs> yeah, Rockarena. Uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina. So what a year, dude! Just in video games alone, it makes me want to go back and play all those games I played when I was a kid, or when I was older. Or I went, I went back. Some of those I still haven't played. But I want to. I mean, what a year. What a year. I like it. I like being able to do. I mean, if there's games you love, play them again. If there's new games that you want to try, find time to play them. If it's something important to you and makes you feel good, it's not drugs. Well, it can be if you do it too much, but you just do it and have some fun. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, whatever. 1998,
1: we did it. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap it up for us by saying this. Uh, yeah. thanks for listening I uh, hope you enjoy comment uh, hit us up on our Facebook or Instagram let us know your thoughts if you agree if you disagree games we missed other years that were awesome uh, you can follow us on Instagram at G to the Splash G to the Splash uh, you can listen to this podcast on whatever you listen to it on right now we also do like we said Splash Trash or Meh and Buzz of the Week so we got three little two little bitty shows and then this one uh, so check it all out and uh, write a review do something simple like he called out I'm happy to be here we're going to keep being here until we hit that th- episode 30 and then we're going to make 30 more bang bang bangerang next week we're talking Simpsons so stick yeah, around
0: know. sign up subscribe we'll see you next week right here on G G G Splash